Welcome to Women of the Metaverse. I am Cheryl Laidlaw. I am Angela Harkness. We have been and are still on a journey to discover the Metaverse, Web 3.0, NFTs and anything that we are required to know to join this world. From this podcast, we will help you to unlock how the Metaverse is going to impact your brand, your business and even your personal life. Join us as we take the mystery out of this new digital universe. Welcome to Women of the Metaverse. In this episode, we are talking about the idea and concept of decentralized social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube are all social media platforms owned by a corporation and have a CEO that makes the decisions. So therefore, they are centralized. Some, for example, Instagram now belong to Facebook. YouTube is owned by Google and they create cross-centralization. They have a huge control over what we see, what we hear, what we get to post, and who gets to see it. And they hold and track a huge amount of our data that influences our lives on a daily basis. They are extremely powerful. We hear a lot of people complain constantly about them, the way in which they sneakily take our data, the algorithms that change to suit their business needs, and their slow or lack of response to problems, trolls, and offensive content. But pretty much everyone still uses at least one social media platform. You have that problem, don't you? You have that fake account that somebody set up that you just can't get Instagram to respond to. Yeah, it it happens about once a year or once every six months, someone will create underscore London Web Girl underscore underscore or uh, um, use images from 2017 and basically inbox all my clients and followers. It's infuriating. They're big monsters, aren't Because it's just so frustrating not to be able to pick up a phone and go, can you just do something about this? Because well, I have... It's been, it's been reported definitely yeah. over 200 times. Yeah. Well, I have some that use my, you, you know, my old high heelers. They use that logo. Yes. And that's been years now and they're still there. And I report, 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 nothing. They don't want so, to hear it. Yeah. Just to say we do understand the trolling and problems mm-hmm. with these big corporations. Absolutely. Well, both, most businesses couldn't run without them. And most people keep up to date with what's going on in the world and what is going on with friends and colleagues through these platforms. They simply have become part of our lives, whether we like it or not. But the concept of decentralized social media platforms has started to enter the conversation. Elon Musk is a big advocate for them. In this episode, we are not going to go too deeply into the technical side, but more into the idea of what they are so that you can start to understand what is coming our way and maybe start to think about how you could use them for your business to build your community. So, Andrew, do you want to explain more about what they are? Okay. So decentralized social media platforms are what it says on the tin. They are decentralized. And they are not owned by a single entity making up the rules. 
There is not a single bank of servers that is using your data to figure out how it can be of advantage to a corporation. And the best thing about them is on decentralized platforms, the code is open source. So you can see how the algorithm has been built. Decentralized social media platforms actually already exist. One of the most common ones being Discord. You create a Discord account and what you actually end up with is what they call your Discord server. We actually have one. We do, but no one follows it. No, we need to, we need <laughs> we, to do something about that. We need to get everyone on board. But again, yes. we'll do an episode on that. Yeah. In order to join another Discord server, you have to have your invitation accepted. And each server can set up its own rules. You can also limit access to certain sections of the server. For example, World of Women have a certain area for their NFT holders only. Mastodon is another decentralized social media platform that is like Twitter, but you don't tweet, you toot, which I love. Love it. I love, I love the idea of tooting. <laughs> and when I did some research for this app episode, I actually experienced a decentralized element of it. I found a link on Google, clicked on it, and a message popped up to say, due to a temporary technical issue, we are no longer taking registrations on this server. Please find another one. So another link directed me to a page so I could find a relevant server. That shows immediately that all the data is not being held in one area. What you will find also through your research is that at the moment, and probably because of the decentralized element, they are not as user-friendly as the common social media platforms we use day to day. Your everyday social media account needs to be easy to use because these big corporations want as many people as possible to sign up. That is why you can set up and start using something like Instagram or TikTok within minutes. But with Discord, for example, it took Cheryl and I a bit of time to get used to what it was. They're not to be feared. On the outside, they do actually look the same, but because of how they are set up, Sometimes it takes a little bit more research and a bit more experimenting to really understand and get used to them. So, Cheryl, why are we talking about decentralized social media? It is not necessarily about the metaverse, but it does fit into the values of cryptocurrency, NFTs, Web 3.0 and the metaverse. They do also go hand in hand. For example, new NFT collections will often point you in the direction of their Discord server to get genuine updates on the NFT lists or drop dates. There are also some advantages to using them from a business sense, and they mainly stem from the fact that you are not trying to get around an elusive secret algorithm that everyone is trying to crack. At this moment in time, and for a long time coming, you will see them alongside your current social media platforms. But you can really speak to your own audience and grow your community there. World of Women, again, is a perfect example of that. On their Discord, they are talking about, of course, World of Women, what the collection is trying to achieve, the roadmap, how people are using their NFTs, and you can get feedback from people who are interested in the same subject. Also, because you don't have to get around an algorithm, you don't have to create content for content's sake. Because we've all been there, haven't we, Angela? Oh, this is such a bugbear of mine. I think I spend most of my time on Instagram and TikTok looking at 
videos or images and thinking, what's the point in that? Why did you post that? Why does that have to be there? And I know a lot of people are doing the same thing. They're just pumping out content, content because thing. they need because they need to pump out content. Yeah. Even I- when we like we do it and it's just like, oh, I've got a post again. Um, and I've not really got anything to say, but you've got to put stuff out there. It well, frustrates me. In 2017 and 18, I reckon Andrew and I posted on the gram every single day. Oh. Now that's not enough. Now you've got to do the reels, you've got to do the posting, you've got to do the carousels, you've got to do anything else, the videos. And now I know some people that go live on Instagram every single day as well to boost the algorithm because yeah. that's going to help. I think Gary, is it Gary Vaynerchuk says like 13 to 14 pieces of content a day? I mean, come on, who's got time? I know, but it's it and it's the constant changing. I remember when I first used Instagram, I would go, it used to be about liking other images so people would like your images. So I would sit and go through like, 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 like images constantly. Engage, engage, engage. Engage. (laughs) And now I just watch this just inane content thinking why the hell did you post what i don't even understand what you posted it just drives me insane okay well no more algorithms with the decentralized stuff no no well it does work in partnership for example particularly youtube channels may create memberships and then through a discord server create unique content for those members over time remember they are new and people will get more inventive with how they are used moving forward. Angela, let's give another side of the coin and tell us about downsides. So there, as with everything mm-hmm. where people are involved, <laughs> there is a dark side to this because of the overriding values, which are there is complete freedom of speech. So those who have received platform violations and end up, for example, in Instagram or TikTok jail, or if you are the worst of the worst, you find yourself banned. On decentralized platform, the idea is that anyone can say what they want. And if you get banned from all centralized platforms, the way to go is the decentralized route. So the way in which platforms like Discord have been developed is to enable people to set their own rules and filter out what you do and don't want to see and who you will and will not allow into your areas. Not only is there a dark side, but also there is the business side you need to think about. So whilst in major social media platforms, you are controlled by what the corporation wants you to do, see or hear, you can make and people are making huge amounts of money through social media and advertising. A lot of people would not be able to create the type of content they do if it wasn't for the income they receive from social media advertising and the back income that comes from a big following. On decentralized platforms, there is no advertising at present, but a lot of people are using these platforms in partnership with current social media platforms. One particular YouTube channel that I watch has a membership through YouTube, but a lot of membership content is is provided through Discord. And you will see this a lot with content creators. They will show some main content, but point you in the direction of their Discord server or another decentralized platform. I think this is interesting, isn't it? Because again, it shows where people think that there's going to be this big switch over. Yeah. And that's not how it happens. People are kind of 
using the two in conjunction and slowly transitioning It's people. always a much slower pro- progress. Yeah. We read about all these things and we think, oh, goodness me, it's get, all the scaremongering happens and before you know it, everyone's scared of jumping ship. Or do you remember that? Do you remember that? Um, app that came out that was meant to take over Instagram and everyone jumped ship. It began. It began. Oh yes. Oh, I yes. So I everyone can't downloaded it. Said it was yes. going to be the best thing since sliced bread, and it just didn't take off. But yeah, I do I remember know the being one. right. We're like going to own Vivo. this platform. Wasn't it something like Vivo or something, something like, like that? Yeah, yeah. We were like, yeah, we're going to own it. We're, we're going to own, own this. <laughs> and it lasted about two days. Dude. <laughs> yeah. So. I think that, again, this is something to to think about because we originally we set up our Discord server and we're like, we'll get everybody to go to Discord. And then when we actually had a conversation about it, we thought, no, we need to think slowly, slowly with this. So that's why we set up the Facebook group. And over a period of time, we will start to talk more about the Discord server and, and get, bring them across. But bring them across. It was yeah. too much too quickly, especially for yeah. the in basic level of what we're sort of going into yes yeah i agree i agree right so this is actually quite a short episode but we wanted to start a conversation about it because over the coming years these platforms will become more popular and you will start to hear about them more often over time we're going to do some individual episodes on some of the different platforms that are currently out there so we will go into how you toot and not tweet, but we just wanted to start a conversation about it. So in the meantime, as always, we encourage you to do some of your own research, have a try and create some accounts, even join our Discord, links on our website. (laughs) Um, Or you can join Mastodon or DTube, which is like YouTube. We'll put a link on our site with all the different decentralized social media platforms. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and join us next week as we continue our journey into the metaverse. See you then. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Women of the Metaverse. You can find all information, links and people we talked about in the show notes on our website. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please comment and subscribe. Join us again in the next episode as we continue this exciting Metaverse journey.